Welcome to this edition of Main Street Today, where we'll talk about how courtrooms are handling social distancing with personal injury attorney Michael Ponzi. A good news story about a man and a picnic table he created for squirrels. Main Street Music features Anita Cochran. Terry Williams Nutter discusses the effects on business with this pandemic as president of the Donaldson Hermitage Chamber. Chris Miller talks healthy money, happy life. I'm Devin O'Day, and if you want to hear more of any of these stories, be sure to subscribe and listen to the complete interviews. Attorney Michael Ponzi's firm has been helping people navigate social security and disability cases for years. Never has that been more important than now in these uncertain days. We spoke with him about how court proceedings were being handled. I think you really miss something from that personal connection of seeing someone face to face and though video conferencing and stuff is better than nothing and a phone call is better than nothing, it's not the same as uh, being there actually in the same room with someone. Especially with what you're doing, dealing with people that already had cases on the docket. Well, and it's definitely frustrating for people because some uh, matters have been pending for a while and people want them resolved and with the courts not hearing uh, most cases right now any sort of in-person testimony it uh, does delay things courts are allowing us to proceed with depositions things like zoom and other video conferencing tools we've done some mediations with video conferencing and some hearings that are being done over the phone or via zoom even tv has covered the virtual courtroom in the abc series all rise starring simone missick and a hearing held entirely on zoom the entire episode was filmed virtually. All rise. We are no longer in our kitchens or our bedrooms. We are in courtroom 802. Online trials are simply not practical. This is the internet. Don't screw it up. Uh, we had one two weeks ago for one of our cases that was actually pending down in Texas. And uh, we had attorneys from Chicago, not myself here in Tennessee, down in Alabama and uh, two different firms in Texas. A little difficult to coordinate, but it did work out. There are, there are so many people that have questions right now, especially when it comes to federal funding and things like that. Your firm has really helped a lot of people. How are people getting their benefits now? We are still pursuing those cases. In fact, we're probably more vigorously now than ever just because we know that a lot of people have lost employment uh, as a result of this uh, pandemic and the need for uh, having disability claims, either partial or permanent, uh, is probably greater now than, than ever. And the ability to find employment uh, for some people that maybe were already had some difficulties in finding employment before is uh, more important now than, than ever. So we are pursuing those as we always have. We've done that for, for many, many years. And the Social Security Department is, I think, doing everything they, they reasonably can to expedite claims as well. How are court dates being handled right now? As we get back into it, are we, is it still just a wait and see as we begin the gradual reopening of the state? It, it is. I mean, some uh, matters are still being heard. Certainly some cases can't be delayed, and particularly in the criminal area where you have some people that, that have arraignments and that type of thing. Criminal cases are not an area of law that our firm practices in. Approvals, motions, scheduling uh, conferences, all of those things are still being held by the, by the court, even though there's not uh, actual trials going on. 
on civil cases right now. We believe that the court system will start to open up more, although the details of that process have not been decided on, I think, by the Supreme Court yet. How is it handled in your office right now if someone had a situation, they've been waiting, they've been contemplating whether or not to go back, they've taken some time off, but they've been injured on the job. There are a lot of people right now that were in limbo and considering, I need help from my employer, I need to pursue this. If they needed to call Ponzi Law, how would they go about that? And are you do you have people at the office to take a call? Well, fortunately, our office was in a position that before this crisis even took place, we were able to work remotely. Our computer systems are, are such that we can work remotely really from anywhere and take calls as well. Uh, we're able to work this fairly seamlessly. Our business uh, and our office, like all businesses, suffer even under the best of circumstances when you're separated. Uh, we do a lot of other other kind of fun things via uh, Zoom meetings and uh, uh, teleconferencing to try to keep our team members connected and to allow an, kind of a little bit of, of feedback back and forth and case ideas. Have you been able to meet with some of the clients via the Zoom meetings and things like that? Oh, absolutely. Uh, we've made a special effort uh, during this, this time to reach out to our clients but uh, we want to make sure that every one of our clients knows what's going on in their case, what's still proceeding, and that they're kept informed and we're kept informed uh, as to how they're progressing through any illnesses or injuries that they have sustained. Nothing tells the Ponzi Law story better than someone who's been a client. I am Russell, and I am an actual client of Ponzi Law. I was a Tennessee state trooper for 34 years. As siren on top of our patrol cars damaged most of us's right hearing. I called Ponzi Law because I wanted to find out what my rights were. Ponzi's firm made it very easy for me and convenient. I am tickled to death with the results that I got. They did everything they told me they'd do. I just know that that personal connection is something that you guys do so well. And the other thing is, a community connection, because we are craving that community, aren't don't you think? Absolutely. And uh, our firm is, is, I guess, also one of the firms that's been nominated for one of the Main Street Awards. So if anyone who is uh, hearing this uh, would like to vote for our, uh, our firm, we would certainly appreciate it. We're always available to talk with our clients, and uh, we're are trying to be a resource for people, both on cases that we personally handle, but for also other areas that we may not to refer them to the right direction so that uh, they've got a resource when they need it. If anyone has legal questions or has a case that they would like uh, us to take a look at, I mean, they can just always call our number. It's uh, 615-851-1776 or 615-244. Four, three, two, one. That's just perfect. And of course, you can find that also if you go to the top right-hand corner of PonciLaw.com. If you uh, live outside our area or if you just prefer to call that number, uh, we have our, our 1-800 numbers always available as well. Uh, we'd love for people to sign up for our newsletter. We do an email newsletter that usually goes out at least once a month. It provides uh, information about legal issues here in Middle Tennessee and elsewhere, as well as what's going on with the with our firm. It's 
got a lot of really valuable information. I love that newsletter, and I love the fact that there's always a really good recipe. Uh, <laughs> your wife is amazing at finding great recipes that, especially during quarantine, people are cooking at home now. Well, I'm the beneficiary of that because uh, any recipes that she doesn't personally aren't personally her recipes. We, we try out, and uh, so we get to try a lot of different things. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time, Michael. Don't forget to subscribe to the Ponce Law Newsletter and be on the lookout for their new commercials. Who knew there was a connection between Michael Ponce and Orange County Choppers? Good News on Main Street normally is about people in Middle Tennessee, but this one is about a Pennsylvania fella. Rick Kalinowski, whose hobby turned into a great feel-good story and a way to make a living when he was not able to work due to the pandemic. Maybe some of the things that Rick used in his daily life will help you. I'm Doug. And I'm Daryl. And we are squirrels. We live in your backyard in a big oak tree. That's our world. We saw you and your family filming us with your flip cam, shaking our little tails, eating crackers from your hand. We know we're irresistible, seemingly even kissable, extremely home videoable, and effortlessly uploadable. But what makes you think that gives you the right to make us internet memes? Good, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. I love your story so much. I'm Devin. It's good to meet you. Nice to meet you. Something that started out something kind of funny and ended up becoming a cottage industry for you. Can you tell people a little bit about that story? You know, I'm a plumber by trade and my business is plumbing and heating. I've always liked to tinker a little bit with woodwork, but I never intended on something like this happening, honestly. So, you know, I built one for myself, the little squirrel table, and I put it outside of my fence. It was more for my own enjoyment. You know, I used to take a lot of pictures of them out there eating on some other feeders I have. When I built this, it was kind of cute that they were actually sitting there eating like people would sit on a picnic table. So I put a lot of photos out there on Facebook and the one Facebook group I belong to all about squirrels, that one photo went viral that Sunday morning that I posted it. And it went all over the world within hours. Isn't that the craziest thing? So what we're talking about, if you have not seen the picture, it's literally a squirrel having a picnic on the cutest little picnic table that's created. And it's attached to a privacy fence. And there's a red Solo cup that's in there. Let's talk about the red Solo cup. That makes the whole look. <laughs> so that's actually not a Solo cup. It's actually a ramekin that I sourced out of the dollar store, believe it or not. Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh, it is just so perfect. Yeah, I mean, it's perfect because I can put sunflower seeds in there or peanuts in there. And that's kind of what prompted them to sit there and eat. Because before I put that cup up there, they would just usually take the nuts and run and go sit down on the fence a couple feet away and eat. But this is what prompted them to actually stay for their little picnic. <laughs> So the response, it goes viral, and then all of a sudden, people start sending you orders. Now, here you are, a plumber, and then all of a sudden, this new business pops out of the woodwork, so to speak. Yeah, I woke up Monday morning. You know, this went viral. By Sunday night, it was everywhere. Monday morning, I woke up, and 
I had about 90 messages on my Facebook with people asking me, you know, if you can make this, where can I buy this? You know, do you sell them? And that's when I was just like, wow, this is pretty incredible. You know, and I started making a few and giving them, you know, people were just paying me through cash apps and things and I would just mail it to them. And, you know, that grew Monday and Tuesday. And by Wednesday, we needed to actually set up, you know, a website for it because, you know, the orders weren't stopping. And the more news coverage I got, the more people were ordering them. And you have had over a thousand orders based on your website. Which, give us your website so people can find you. So we were on Etsy, but we're no longer selling on there. We're completing the orders we had on there because that's where we had a thousand. We now have a commercial sales website that we have control of. It's squirrelytreasureco.com. Squirrelytreasureco.com. I love that. We also have a Facebook page, of course, for Squirrely Treasure Co. In a million years, would you have foreseen your life as making squirrel picnic tables? <laughs> no, I actually asked myself the other day, I said, if, if someone asked me 10 years ago, if you were ever famous, what would it be for? I certainly would have never guessed a squirrel picnic table. <laughs> this is part of the magic of what has happened. We're all on lockdown. The world needs something to be joyous about. And we're all in our homes looking outside and taking notice of something maybe we ignored. Feeding the squirrels has not been probably a priority on a lot of people's lists. Now we notice them. And that's true. You know, and a lot of people used to go to parks on their lunch break if they work in a major city and they would see the squirrels or they would throw them some bread. And I think that with everybody being locked at home, you're right. They're not able to appreciate nature as much. And, you know, one of the other aspects that I really saw start to take off with this was people had started to ask me, can I make them as a kit? Can I give them the, 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 the blueprints or the drawings for it? So we started, you know, giving them the pattern. I made a pattern. It's real simple to follow if you are a woodworker. And we made the unassembled version for someone who's not too handy, but can use a screwdriver. And it took off as a family project with everybody having their kids at home. It was just the right timing, I think. Creativity. People are at home. They're using their hands. They're using their creative spirit. They've never given themselves time to use. And now things are, are bursting forth. Do you still do your other job as well? Well, actually, I've still been out of work because Pennsylvania still is in a shutdown as far as any construction industry, unless it's an emergency. So I've, I've had a few service calls in the last four weeks, but all the big jobs I was on are all shut down. So I've been solely just doing this every day right now. But isn't it incredible how something like that can turn around and become an avocation that you weren't even planning on? I think there's so many blessings. I think about all those children now who are having a project because of you. <laughs> it does. It touches my heart. I get a lot of emails and again, through Facebook Messenger, people just thanking me and telling me what a great thing. And some people are like, I don't even like squirrels and I didn't order a table for you, but it's a wonderful thing what you're doing for everybody. And I get the pictures of the finished products that are being sent to me with them in use in their yards. And it does. It really touches my heart. We are touched by the story. When I call them hope seeds, you've certainly given people a hope seed to plant today. And I really appreciate you for the time. Are you still taking orders or have you kind of said, whoa, wait a minute? <laughs> no, we are. I got, I have shop help. My, my mother-in-law is actually helping with the shipping department. Um, we are taking <laughs> orders on that new website. We just, we kind of grew out of Etsy. So we cut the orders off and we're just fulfilling what we had there. But like I said, we are taking new orders on the squirrelytreasureco.com. 
SwirlyTreasureCo.com is the cutest thing you've ever seen. And if anything we need in this world, it is a time to smile. And you've given us one. Thank you, Rick, for, for your time today. We appreciate you so much. Thank you. And everybody enjoy. And if you order plans, a table, or a kit from SquirrelyTreasureCo.com, use the promo code NASH2020 for $5 off just because you heard them on this show. The Squirrel Right song can be found on YouTube by a funny couple of guys, Rhett and Link, who have millions of YouTube followers and some of the coolest t-shirts, products, and merch you can find. Look for them at RhettandLink.com. Rhett and Link here. This song idea was submitted by Naomi. She said, write a song about squirrels. They'd make for a fun video. Thanks for the grand idea, Naomi. So? Now it's your turn to participate in our Submit a Song Idea series. Step one, subscribe to our channel. Step three, leave a comment below with a song topic. You skip step two. Step two is silent. Download this song at retinlink.com music. And sub our second channel to learn how to play it. And how to make authentic squirrel noises with your mouth. How do you do that? It's all in the neck right here. I was bitten by a squirrel at the age of six. Ever since then, I've been able to do this. Feel Good Get Better is about health and wellness, usually. But have you ever heard of healthy money? Chris Miller tells you all about it. So what is the longest day of your life? What? The longest day of my life? Yeah. What do you think that day is? I've no idea. It's the day you retire. You go to school, you learn how to make money, you get out of school, and then what? We really aren't taught about this, are we? Right? So that has been what we've been doing is we've been creating a program called Create Income You'll Never Outlive or Create Income That Outlives You. How about that? How about creating your business that's a legacy? So when you first started your business, or I'll just talk about my business. When I first started, it was created a business, right? The second half now is legacy. How am I gonna take this legacy that I have and give it back? And you know what happened? When in my life, when I put give back as the base of my business, everything changed. I started seeing a pattern. People would come into my office and they'd start planning. And no, there's no offense intended if your age hits this, because mine does too. They'd start planning at 60 and 70, all right? So that isn't all right, because you're missing all of the opportunities. And I'll say, where's your, where's your IRA? And they go, at the bank. I go, where at the bank? Well, it's in an IRA. And really, what it really came down to is really most people don't understand their money and they're disempowered about it and don't want to talk about it and everybody wants to put this off. And really, it's hard to talk about it. It's procrastinated. My goal is to make it healthy and happy. Why not have a fun conversation about it? Like the big B word that I was just talking about, right? Budgeting is really future spending. So we can change the mindset about money and saving and planning and make it fun. So that's what I've learned to do and that's what I teach my clients how to do. Now, during this time, there were three main things that I saw people fail in when it came to their planning. Three main things. That's why I ended up writing this number one best-selling book, Ready for Pre-Retirement. Plan retirement early, right? 
So your money, your health, and your peace of mind is there when you need it. Well, the three things, the three secrets for safe money and a fabulous future, they're not secrets, they're just not talked about. Number one, where is your little nest egg gonna sit? Is it gonna be at risk? Is it gonna be safe? There are actually places, depending on what age you are, where you can actually create income you'll never outlive. And I'm a really big fan of that. Don't suffer the problems that most Americans and ask questions, investigate, learn. Don't let the dangers of the financial world surprise you. What are we gonna do? Right, we are gonna shift our priorities, shift our knowledge, shift our planning, shift our experience, shift your life now. My clients learn how to create an income they'll never outlive and change the financial reality for themselves and their families. When you have healthy money and healthy DNA, you don't worry how your money is safe. You don't worry about tax deferral. You don't worry about liquidity. You don't worry about running out of money. When you have healthy money for happy life, when you have a healthy money DNA, you don't worry about money. Chris Miller helps design living trusts, which are being used as an alternative to a will. No probate. A legacy wealth strategist, Chris speaks to groups or individuals all over the country with low to no risk ways to protect your nest egg and help it grow, as well as ways for your money to outlive you. Check it out at HealthyMoneyHappyLife.com. President of the Donaldson Hermitage Chamber, Terry Nutter, has ways that the Chamber is helping and sharing information to help businesses make it through this very difficult time. You were at the helm of the Donaldson Hermitage Chamber, so you've got a lot of members. What kind of phone calls have you been getting from members? Because we're working remotely, we're taking calls at the office and then fielding those later, but most of the calls that we've been doing have been, for instance, today I got a request for, we had put out something about one of our members is selling face masks, one of our medical providers, and somebody wanting some face masks. So I'll be making a call back about that this afternoon. We've had some people calling about who to get in touch with about some of the financial aid that people can get through PPE and, and idle loans and different things. I bet you had no idea when you took the presidentship of, of the Donaldson Hermitage Chamber how different one year could be from the other. <laughs> I don't think anybody had that uh, inkling about anything they're doing in life, but certainly this was not on my radar at all. Donaldson Hermitage Chamber also uses social media platform, Facebook, really, really well with Hip Donaldson and things like that. You've been really helping a lot of members get the word out there as they start to reopen and reemerge back into the workplace. What are you seeing? Is it restaurants that are really promoting well? or? Well, I have to say um, hats off to Beth McDaniels, who is on our board, but is um, in charge of our, she's the chair of our marketing committee. And she had, and her team have done an incredible job. Even if we're not hearing from a member that, hey, we've got this going on, they go and find it and put it out there. They've been really good about that. And um, not just restaurants, but small business retail, um, small business just like the masks I was talking about. 
that was one of our medical providers, Performance Care, that had masks to sell and um, provide to people. So, you know, we might hear it from a member and put something out there, or they might let us know through a text or email that they have a special for that day. A lot of it is just uh, Beth and her team researching or hearing by word of mouth or seeing something on Facebook and adding it to our Facebook page, making sure that we are promoting our members. How are you finding that the businesses are working together? I'm seeing that they're coming together on Zoom calls and and having conversation about how we can do this and how we can do that. Danielle and I, Danielle, our operations manager, we've been really involved with a lot of Zoom calls and, and it might be people that are members within our Chamber of Commerce community, but it also might be people that are outside our area, but with, say, the Nashville Chamber, the Tennessee Chamber of Commerce Executives, but we've got businesses from all around and and executives from all walks trying to find ways to do business in a different way. And I think that's the number one thing that they're doing, how they're working together, is everybody is sharing information. They're not trying to recreate the wheel within each organization. Everybody's trying to figure out how do we do things where we are now. That's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot of people, if they find an app that works or if they find a way of doing things, they're helping each other. There are some people who do well. I see them reaching back out in the community. They'll support another business who might not be. Yes, exactly. For instance, just in us sharing information to our webpage, to our website, all the information that we collect, we're not out there creating that information. We are grabbing that from every source that we can that we can get that is going to share with us and collecting it and providing it back to our members, but trying to find out what is pertinent to Donaldson Hermitage chamber members. I think that that's the way it is across the board. And, you know, the camaraderie even between the, the restaurant owners, for instance, they are working together. And uh, I saw one, one uh, restaurant that... The owner posted on on Facebook a new business was opening and said, I just can't wait to get over there. I'm so excited to get over there. And when we can actually sit in the restaurant and experience it, I'm so excited and pumped about that. The community, they're they're helping each other. What is the morale that you found with Donaldson Hermitage? I think it's pretty good overall. I mean, I just had lunch. Yes, I went out into a restaurant establishment today in Davidson County. It was wonderful to sit across from somebody and have a meal. Um, This person, you know, if it hadn't been for this or that, that they were doing specifically, their business would really be suffering. But she was taking a very positive. I mean, it was a brand new business when all of this started to happen. Because you have to think back, we're not just talking about COVID-19. Everything started for the Donaldson Hermitage community March the 3rd. And we were in the midst of tornado relief and recovery when we went into um, Safer at Home. So we have gone straight from one disaster to a pandemic. And that was followed by what did they call it, a Derrico, which is an oddity in in an inland hurricane. We've had three things back to back. Our community has responded in incredible ways to each other for each specific event. And I think really overall, the morale is pretty good. I think it is. 
I saw one of our uh, local business owners and she posted on Facebook, if you can't get to the grocery store, let me know. If you can't afford a meal, let me know. There is nothing that I have that I wouldn't share and there's nothing, there's no reason anyone in our community should go without. Call me and I'll, t I'll help you. And this person wasn't in like a great, I mean, like they're not wealthy, but they're willing. I think that just speaks to the general spirit of our community. What is some advice that you would give to some of the businesses, even if they're not a member of the chamber? Um, let me address that, even if they're not a member of the chamber. I wanna tell you that during this pandemic and during the tornado, the chamber board made a decision that of course we work for our members, but if there's something that we can do to help a business in our community thrive during this time or survive, we were going to do it. When when one fails, it is a reflection on all of us because we should be holding each other up. So um, we have made a decision as an organization, help everyone in any way that we can. And um, we have featured on our on our um, Facebook page many times um, businesses that were not members if there was something that they had going on and we thought we could help in a way well we put it out there the advice to some of these businesses is number one stay informed and there are a lot of ways you can do that and some of that is just by if you are a cheap chamber member you're receiving e-blasts and there are lots of links and a lot of information in there don't just thumb right through it and move on click on the links get the information if you're not a chamber member you can still go to our website and see this information you can go to donaldsonhermitagechamber.com and still see any of this information as a non-member if you're not a member, it might help you to join because there are advantages to being a member of the chamber. Research your opportunities that are available for relief right now. The House and Senate are working on a new package. Hopefully we'll have some more relief soon. There are a lot of resources out there. A lot of them are listed on our webpage, but um, there are some resources like Nashville State Community College is offering free online professional development courses. They've got courses in successful job search, creating web pages and websites, effective communication, marketing your business on the internet. I think there are 10 or 12 courses that they're offering for free online right now. And right now, if maybe you've got some downtime with your business, or maybe you don't even have a job right now, maybe you've been laid off or furloughed, this is an opportunity to learn something that might could help you in the future or even in your job search. I think that, that resources like that are priceless. Well, I would encourage everybody to be a member. It's a wonderful organization. There's a lot of camaraderie there. There's a lot of help. But you know what? We are stronger in numbers. Yes. Terry. Well, it thank is. you so much. Tell people how they can get involved with the Donaldson Hermitage Chamber. What is that website for information? It is www.donaldsonhermitagechamber.com. And our phone number over there, you can still leave a message even though we're working remotely because we pick up those messages daily and return the call. 615-883-7896. And also, um, we have a few things Zoom-wise that are going on very soon. In fact, instead of our monthly luncheon, we will be doing a Zoom meeting. And Jeff Syracuse, our District 14 Metro Council person, will be speaking to us about the budget, about tornado relief, and about COVID-19 response. We have a lot of things going on, and you can, as a non-member, attend those events. You just need to register. I believe there's a $5 fee if you're a non-member. But check us out on the website and see what we have going on. What if I say?
spoke with Anita Cochran, known for her amazing guitar playing, her hit duet with Steve Warner, and now her very public fight with breast cancer, and her powerful anthem, Fight Like a Girl. I'm in a battle, my back's against the wall, broken and scattered, you thought I'd take the fall, sure I could lay down, give up, and surrender. But I won't let you be the strong contender. Hello. Hi, beauty. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. It's hard times for a lot of people, you know. I'm trying my best to stay positive, and I've been staying out in the country, down on the lake, away from people, and (laughs) (laughs) enjoying being outside and being active, you know, kind of doing stuff outside and trying to stay busy doing that stuff out where I'm at right now. It's um, a great little community and, you know, it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere and not many people are coming and going. So everyone's kind of quarantined here. So we feel pretty safe. (laughs) You've already experienced quarantine in a whole different way. You had to isolate with, (laughs) with chemotherapy. What is the, how does it feel different to you now? Um, You know, it's, it's frightening in a way because I, you know, when I was so sick during chemo and all that, that I had to go through with breast cancer, I'm still healing from that. You know, they take, they say it takes up to five years to kind of feel like your old self again. And then they're not, you know, they can't even guarantee that, you know, um, because, you know, I was on chemo for a year, every three weeks. So it does a toll on your body, even though you start to feel good, you don't really know what it did to your body. Kind of take some extra precautions of kind of staying quarantined out in the country and trying to enjoy this peaceful time, watching family spend time together and do things together. And to me, it's almost like... I don't want anyone to be sick. I don't want anyone to lose their job, to lose their work, to lose money. But in a sense, it's kind of been a relief for me to see the world at a slower pace again, like it was when we were younger, (laughs) you know, where families were actually spending time together and eating dinners together and taking walks together, not so separated. So I think there's a lot of good that could come from this also. Once it's all said and done, hopefully it's going to be over with soon but you know i think we all just have to take the good from it there might be a lot of people who end up that can work from home that their businesses realize hey you don't have to come here you can work from home and they'll be saving money on gas and air pollution and traffic on the roads and 
you know, all kinds of stuff to let people do some home improvements. And, you know, while they're home, if they can afford to do so, while they're being quarantined, you know, if they're careful about it and safe about it and not jeopardizing anybody else's health. Because I think a lot of people, I mean, I have a lot of friends that live in Manhattan and they're just cooped up in their small apartments. And you know how small some of those apartments are there. I mean, it's, you know, like a matchbox size. Those are people that I feel really sorry for. I mean, they their outlet is very little. I know. I think about the people who complain because they can only go in their backyard. I thought, but you have a backyard. Right. Yeah. You can go out in your backyard and play with your kids or, you know, play with your dog or, you know, because music's a healer. Well, Anita, we're going to be watching your Facebook page just to make sure that if there ever is one of those live performances, we all want to watch it. <laughs> okay. Well, it's Anita Cochran Music. That's my Facebook page. And, of course, my website is anitacochran.com. Hopefully, we'll be doing some stuff on there pretty soon. I've been living my life doing things my way and taking that highway south. I lost my track, but I'm getting it back. I've got it figured out. One of the things we've probably taken for granted is good, old-fashioned communication. There's no one way to reach people, so we here at Main Street are communicating through every means possible to make the messages of our hometown accessible. So whether it's a Facebook video, online news, our traditional newspapers available in newsstands or for an unbelievably affordable subscription price or here in our podcast, something we like to call Radio On Demand. You can follow us, you can subscribe, you can even clip an article and send it to someone in the mail. We are your hometown. We are your main street. And don't forget to share. <laughs>